Okay, I'm excited because we have reached a critical point in our friendship. Oh? Yes, you you can stand listening to me like this. It's true. I, I, I had way too much fun on vacation, and I'm still... I, I know by the time of this recording, it, it'll have been a, a couple weeks, but man, did I have a blast. Ryan, buddy, you always sound good to me. Oh, I appreciate that. But let's get to our neighbor. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Oh, hell, wait. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just listening to JP's voice. I just got very captivated. I'm all like, we're on the air. <laughs> we, we're on. We're oh my on gosh, the we're air. We're here. It's time to start the show. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, welcome, all you loyal neighbors out there, uh, whether you're uh, watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Indeed. Welcome back to the show. It's a little weird to make eye contact with an audience off to a different side now. I'm used to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be flexible. Let's go. I am flexible. Come on, get it together, Goffrey. Be. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, but we got a great neighbor. It is our season five, episode eight, and this neighbor is local, and we are excited to have them in studio. Super excited. An actual neighbor. This is very, very cool. I know. And let's just get right to it, okay? Because I, I, I've been really excited about having her on the show. Uh, she is a cake designer and a sugar artist, and she is quickly rising to the top of her field. And if you've seen any of her works... You would agree with that. It, they are stunning. Did you use rising on purpose for the whole baking thing? I'm glad you caught that. Uh, she has inc incredible creative skills that you will be able to check out, and we'll put all of her links to all of her social media and all of her uh, websites on in the episode description later. So you're going to want to make sure to stay to the end of the episode to hear about all that. But she demonstrates cake design like nobody's nobody could do in my opinion she is born here in houston but she started interning at a small fashion label in los angeles where she worked directly with celebrities and then she quickly became well diversed in design and the creative process over there uh it was around that time when she decided to combine her love for fashion and sculpting with the art of cake and decorating. She has had the opportunity to attend multiple workshops led by cake icons, as well as attending the University of North Texas for fashion design, animation, and painting. She proudly served as the lead cake designer for a custom wedding cakery where she specialized in sculpted cakes, sugar art, and handmade sugar flowers. Uh, she launched her very own cake design business. Shortly after opening her own business, she started to teach cake designing classes and decorating classes, as well as a YouTube channel where you can find her on The Sugar Scoop, uh, where she shares her craft. Uh, she's also been on multiple uh, television shows. She was season two of the Wedding Cake Championship on the Food Network. Not only was she in season two, she was the winner of season two I was about to say, I think, of I think the Wedding Cake Championship the, uh... on the Food Network. So without further ado, we're going to get her on the show. Uh, welcome, Shelby Bauer. Hey, Shelby, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, I, I'm sorry that took so long, but you're just so accomplished. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> so your list saying of, all that. Yeah, your, list, your resume is very, very impressive. Yeah, I tried to add up all of the years and all the hours in the day and days in the week, and I don't think you can be human. Yeah. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> so, okay, so do you have a nickname 
that goes along? Do people outside of, of from your YouTube channel, do they call you? Because your YouTube channel is the Sugar Scoop. Do they they call you like the Scoop Lady or the the? Or do you have any fun nicknames yet or anything like no that? No nickname yet. Oh, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> now, well, until now. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> until, <laughs> maybe I'll get one now. Yeah, you can see his gears turning, right? You're like hitting all the buttons already. I'm, I'm, well, I'm thinking about it, but I, I think it's very cool. It, did you always want to be a, a chef or a pastry chef or baker? Is that correct? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, cake artist. Is cake artist, okay. That's very different from, from saying pastry chef. I just want to make sure, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm not quite a pastry chef. Okay. I haven't been to official culinary school, so... I can't oh. claim that title. Okay. And do you have any plans to, to do further training in other areas? No, I don't really need to. Okay. Um, so let's just kind of go through how you got started because I, I don't, I don't know if to, maybe I could be wrong. Cause we had a guest on the show who knew at age eight that he wanted to be on radio. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> yeah, so I, so no. you had no idea that you wanted to get into this business. No, I I, I kind of fell into it. So uh, I did go to school for fashion design and then uh, animation and painting. Uh, I always knew I wanted to be an artist, but I didn't know exactly in what area. And uh, I, I worked in L.A. for a little bit at a fashion label. Uh, that was fun, but L.A. is really tough. So I moved back home uh, when I got married. And I was nannying, and the lady I was nannying for um, started a cake business. And then she needed something sculpted for a cake, and she didn't know how to sculpt. Um, she needed, like, monkeys made, little monkeys to go on, like, yeah, a birthday that, cake. Yeah, that's a lot of detail in that, I feel like. Yeah, and I drew all the time with the kids. So oh. um, she asked me if I would try it out, gave me the supplies, and I sculpted a monkey, and then she hired me to work for her cake business. Oh, that's wow. very cool, actually. And, Just, you, and you had never worked with that kind of a medium before, like dealing with the sugar and dealing not with... Not sugar. Because it's fondant? Fondant. It's fondant, yeah, it's a little yeah. tougher. So I had, um, I grew up sculpting stuff. My mom's actually a silversmith. Oh, wow. So she has a silversmithing studio and... I was always in, they use a lot of wax in silversmithing. So well, if, just for our listeners and for myself who is not familiar with what silversmithing is, what is that? She pretty much just makes silver jewelry. Oh, okay. So she uses lost wax casting, I think is what it's called. Okay. So you sculpt like a, a piece of jewelry out of wax and then you replace the wax with silver. Okay. I, I you know, I, I wanted to assume I knew, but I, I, I bad things yeah. have happened when I, I do you that. You probably could have guessed that. I, 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 I could have, but I, I just, there. I knew there was someone else, someone else out there that's listening right now was like, thank you, Brian. I had no idea. You know, they're driving their car. They're like, that sounds interesting. What is that? Yeah. Who so, is this Mrs. Smith? <laughs> Mrs. Silversmith? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So you, you literally fell into this, but mm -hmm. let me jump back real quick. So fashion animation mm -hmm. there, I, I, I can see the the same area, the same ballpark, right? Did you have a love for one more than the other, or did you have a like any aspirations of doing animation, as in Pixar or drawing or th or things like that? Yeah, I was really into uh, drawing in high school and character development and that kind of thing. Um, I had kind of an idealized version of it in my head, and when I went to act, when I went to school, it was just sitting in front of the computer for hours and hours and hours. And it, I was, you know, working on like a hand or something that would move and not like a whole character. And it wasn't as fun <laughs> as I thought it would be. That was glamorous. But, but yeah. you know what? That's very tough to do. Like if you look. I, yeah, I, it's course. a lot of work. And yeah. a lot of people work on the same character. So. Yeah, I'm, that's impressive. So how did fashion fit into that then? So I quit. 
Um, <laughs> I quit the animation program and then I started fashion uh, and I got pretty far with it. Um, I know how to sew. Uh, I know how to pattern make. Um, so. But so you quit just because you didn't feel you were going to go anywhere with animation. It was. I didn't enjoy it. I oh, didn't enjoy okay. what animation actually was. Oh, God. I it. thought I would. But then when I actually got into it, I didn't. OK. And I guess that's really interesting because I, I guess you really have to love that. It's, it's a lot of nitty gritty stuff, as you're yeah, describing. Just a lot of being on the computer. OK. Drive, drive your eyes a little bit nuts, I guess. Yeah, just <laughs> it wasn't for me. Okay, so so fashion, just why fashion then? Um, I also loved fashion, and um, I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. And um, they had a really good fashion program at the school I was at, really good. Um, so I decided to apply for it and see if I got in, and I did. And uh, it was a blast. Congratulations. And how dare you for not knowing what you wanted to do with your life uh, for, you know, right away. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm 43 years old. I'm so confused. So, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you haven't figured it out yet either? I mean, I'm like a podcasting oil guy, <laughs> voiceover dad dude. I, I have no clue, brother. You don't have the secret to life figured out. Uh, oh, I think so it's well, 42. We, so we can't plug. We can't plug that for the end of the show. <laughs> for those of you I think that I heard are that somewhere listening, once. Yeah, life one, Philip and Brian zero. <laughs> that. Okay, so now you're in fashion. I think it's great that you kind of jumped to things that you knew you liked or were interested in. Yeah, I had um, sewn a little bit and mostly designing and drawing is what I was interested in the fashion aspect before I actually started the program. So when you mentioned that LA was was tough in the fashion world, I think it's an like understatement of the of the season so far. Um, when you came back home, was it a complete kind of shift in gears for you and an abandonment of the fashion world entirely? Did you know that you were gonna leave it behind and really look for something else? Um, I was actually planning on doing fashion uh, in Houston. Okay. So, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know how to uh, I know how to make custom garments. So my plan was to do that for like musicians, and I figured I could do that from anywhere. And I liked being in Houston and being close to Austin. I thought would be good. I think um, she needs to do a, like something for us. We 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 could use a, a little <laughs> bit of fashion dress up. You know, Marty, uh, what Elvis. <laughs> picturing, yeah, like I'm picturing week. rhinestones. <laughs> Dude, this don't. Don't knock some some pearl snaps and rhinestones, man. They, they look good. Uh -huh. You'd look good in pearl snaps. Uh -huh. No? Okay. <laughs> um, this week you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this week I sewed a dress for my daughter for Christmas. Very cool. Do you do you get that often? Do you do you feel you do that a lot more than most most moms? And, and we, we'll get into family stuff in a minute. But you said you 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 made some for your daughter, but mm -hmm. it's just easier for you, more fun. Or do you still enjoy going out and shopping and seeing what's out there? Um, I actually don't shop very much, so I really like to make stuff. If I have time, I'll sew something for her. Okay, and and so right now you have one daughter mm -hmm. and another on the way, mm -hmm. and I hope that that wasn't a surprise for anybody. So uh, oh no, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't officially announced it on Facebook, but I'm not like keeping it okay. from anyone. I don't have to like edit any gender yeah, reveal yeah. balloons <laughs> into the video footage. All right, good. I was, I was, little clip art action. No, I, I'm pretty pregnant, so I think <laughs> people would notice. You heard it first on Neighbors yeah. Don't Knock. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's there's a story. So how did you find out? No. Uh, okay, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you guys are very excited. Uh, do you do you know 
what you're having? Or a are you boy. Wo- you are okay. Mm-hmm. So you're not one of those. We want to. Fo- we want to wait and you know drive no, yourself I crazy. Couldn't. No, I found out at like what eleven weeks. I did the blood test because I had to find out right away. Oh, you're just like just tell me. <laughs> I can relate. I was the same way with my daughter. I had to know. It was yeah. like there's no. I think you just connect better. Surprise, no interest. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of think that your reaction would have been the same regardless, Philip. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't have like a, like a, a. Oh, you didn't, you didn't have a wish. axe to grind or a wish on it. No, <laughs> but, axe to grind. But, but I wanted to know. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah, I wanted you to have connect. Have a vendetta with the child yeah. before it gets out. Maybe axe to grind wasn't the best. <laughs> Wasn't the best analogy there, but sorry, Chloe Bear. That's okay. Um, and and mom, your your mom is happy, and everyone's like a lot of support. Is all your family here in Houston? Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, my sister lives in Santa Fe, but otherwise, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So you have a lot of a lot of support. Oh yeah. So okay. So so with your family, just just keeping it on family for a second. Being the cake artist of the family, do you get tagged to do all the big family events? Like, do you have to work and then go back to work to make a cake for? Blah, birthday party for family. I was about to say, you or... may not enjoy the birthday season as much. <laughs> yeah. They're like, call Shelby. Well, <laughs> so I, I offer quite a bit. That's usually my gift. So if you're close to me, you usually get a cake, at least one cake. Which is pretty awesome. That's yeah. it. I mean, I've seen I've seen pictures of your cakes. That is pretty uh, awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but um, yeah, how, I, I make how elaborate though? pay a, a lot of the time if you know oh, if they right. want something crazy. Oh, okay, you know, that's it what is I was my ask. job. Yeah, but I will I will gift cakes too. Okay, because because I've seen like some of your stuff and I've watched some of the videos, the time lapses mm-hmm. uh, on on some of them, and that must take so much time. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. and if someone's just like, yeah. I want the, you know, I saw the guitar. You had a picture. You made a guitar. Mm-hmm. And I saw that on there. I'm just like. Yeah, that was a birthday gift. Was that really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, no, I take that back. That wasn't a birthday gift. Okay. I was going to say, that, I was that's an impressive. That. <laughs> I was going to say, that's an impressive cake for it a birthday. It was a friend's birthday, but his mom bought it. I forgot. Oh, okay. I mean, is it just birthdays you get hit up for, or is it also holidays as well? Uh, a lot of weddings. Oh, of yeah, weddings. I guess. Family, uh, mostly like birthdays and. I th- you just need to like write that in to like a contract. Be like to all the family members, lifetime mm-hmm. contract. Be like, you get one a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign on the dotted one, one line. One every five years. <laughs> there, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. just build in that friends and family discount. Like I'll give Sign. you a ten percent. Sign yeah. where all the red tabs are. <laughs> Initial here, here, and here. So so you say it takes a lot of time. What is the the longest time you've ever spent on a single cake project? Um, okay, so I have, I do a lot of competitions. So I have a cake uh, that was like an earth, I call it earth science cake, where it was like the earth and then it had uh, clouds on it and like a hot air balloon. It was very I cool. Saw that we saw beautiful. that picture, yeah. beautiful picture. So that was a competition cake. So that probably took um, altogether probably a month of work. It was a lot of wow. work. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and when you say a month of work that's working on it, how many hours a day? Probably four hours a day, like half my day for okay. a few months was just working on that cake. Wow. Holy cow, that's yeah. incredible. Um, I can't even imagine right now. Uh, that And do you guys eat these cakes too? Once, Like the designer ones that you do, like the, the earth one, did they act or do they just display it, spray something on it to like hold it for forever type of, you know. Lacquer it. <laughs> well, I mean, some are, some are like you said, sculpting. Yeah. So I would imagine that you're just like, this was a cake at one point, but to make it last, does yeah, that ever act- happen? We do have a sugar spray. It's, it's pretty much like a lacquer. 
Um, and it, even, it encapsulates it, it like it completely. Well, so at least for they extended... do mold. They're gro- they get gross after a while. But say, I, did, right? I did keep <laughs> that cake for quite a while, a lot longer than I should have. Okay. Uh, because it was so much work. But with competition cakes, it depends. Uh, most of the time, they don't have to be edible technically. Um, so you still have to use cake. You have to prove that the whole thing's made out of cake. So like that whole earth section is all cake, um, which is one of the reasons why I won the competition because it was. A sphere, which is really hard to do out of cake and have it not collapse. Right. But the cake was old by the time I was done. There's no way you could eat it. So they, they couldn't do the taste test. By yeah, the they don't they, they don't eat it. They'll poke it with needles. They'll go in and poke it. Just and make, to make sure, sure that it's okay. real. Look at all your photos, make sure that you know everything's dive cake, in some of that just fermented <laughs> record. <laughs> yeah. say, some, some of these judges just vomiting on the side. Oh, <laughs> funky. They don't want to put that on on funky. TV. So uh, so do you have a minimum? time expectation for any project that someone says okay i'm gonna contract you to do a cake for my wedding are you sort of back of your mind like this is on average going to take me x number of days or is or is there just kind of just completely depends on the project no minimums no maximums yeah it just depends on what i have going on and what i can do in advance and what i can't so like sugar flowers stay good for a really long time uh, so I can do those in advance. So if I have someone that wants a lot of sugar flowers, I can prepare. Uh, usually with wedding cakes, at least three months out, um, hopefully more like six months out is when they contact me. Um, I have people reaching out for next year already. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for our listeners and viewers on YouTube and if you're listening uh, on podcast, you if you want Shelby to do your wedding cake or a special occasion, you better get on the list now. Um, You can find her information in the episode description. We'll also list it. We'll talk about that at the very end as well. Um, But wow, almost a year out already. It doesn't surprise me for weddings, though. Mm -hmm. But is that that usually the length where the, the length, the longer length of reservations are? Is for through weddings or is it? Is, do you find yeah. a lot of birthdays? Yeah, weddings. Oh, weddings. Um, okay. Unless somebody wants like a crazy sculpted birthday cake. Okay. Because then that takes me some planning and. Okay. Well, what, I guess that brings me to the next question then. So, what percentage of your business is wedding cakes? Ninety percent, eighty percent. Yeah. So, um, I have a new business that I started actually last uh, last November. It's called uh, Rare Events. R A I R is how you spell it. Okay. Uh, and it's faux wedding cake rentals. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's great. That and and what kind? What do you have? What can you rent right now? I have. Uh, so it's completely custom. Uh, they look like regular wedding cakes. I can spend a lot of time on the flowers and the um, decor. And then uh, there's a section of the bottom tier on the back that's real cake. So the couple can slice it for photos, and I blend it in with the cake, so you can't tell. And then there's a little markings on the board uh, that show where to cut it. Oh, that's neat. That's so yeah. cool. And I'm looking at like you, that. Hollywood. I think there's some film productions that could use some very, very elaborate faux wedding cakes. It makes a lot of sense. Have you gotten mm-hmm. any kind of or theater, producers or, or theaters theater or anybody contacting Yeah, a you? lot of theaters do Not stuff. yet, but I, I plan to um, reach out to some. I posted a video that kind of explains the process on TikTok, and it got 5 million views on it. Holy cow. Yeah, so people are interested. I, How I, did that feel? Yeah. How did getting five million? Or do you care? Well, uh, <laughs> how can I not care? <laughs> well, I mean, like I've never hit that before, so I have a YouTube video that's like at nine hundred thousand, and I'm like, come on, make it to a million, please. <laughs> Sit there watching it. 
but 900,001, 900,002. I got really excited when my last episode got like 36. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was crazy. Um, it was like every second I would check it and it would be up like must have been just 30, going 000. crazy. Yeah, so you went viral, you had a video go viral. Yeah, that's that spectacular. is that is so cool. Yeah, that is nice. And you said you're you you do not really know how that feels, it's just kind of a you're like, nah. I was excited. Um, it didn't really help me very much. <laughs> I didn't get any business from it. So um, that was my next question. Was, was the phone yeah, ringing yeah. off the hook? Or? I mean, it, people wanted to place orders that were on the other side of the country. So, And I don't ship yet. So okay. Fair everything's enough. totally custom in Houston. And I deliver it just like I would a regular wedding cake. So... Uh, I need to set everything up. And Have you gotten a lot of people reaching out because of the social media stuff, the TikTok and YouTube videos about trying to come on board with <laughs> the you? Like trying the to, TikTok. Like what did there? I like what trying you Trying to have the interwebs. <laughs> have, they been, have they been asking you to like like partner up, get hired, apprenticeships, oh, yeah. things like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah, I get apprenticeship uh, requests a lot. I bet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Five million views. You must be like. Yeah, yeah. It was, Sorry. I, now, yeah. You, so you get a lot of requests. I don't have anywhere to put them. <laughs> Yet, yeah, yet. Like, there's a baby coming. We don't have room in the house. Yeah. You can't be. Here. I'm gonna say, like, just yet. be in my kitchen. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> be weird. It's like, are you? Do you? Are you able to ha- change a diaper? And ba- yeah, that's ba- what I need help know? with. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You Cake artist go. apprenticeship slash nanny. nanny. Exactly. Brilliant. Yeah. It's like that's, that's in fact that'd be full circle for you. Right? That's because the hurdle. Mm-hmm. That's the hurdle that you need to have for them to, to be able to be part of your business. I would yeah. love that. Okay, so so on the show, I'm the timeline guy. The nanny I'm, baker. I'm, I'm not the. <laughs> That, that was a nice little set. Thanks for that. Before it was the plug master. I was like, the nanny baker. Let's go back to the beginning a little bit. So you are working as a nanny back in Houston. Woman has a cake business. You get on board with her doing monkeys. When did she or you or, or both of you have the epiphany of like, oh my gosh, this is what you need to be doing. Like This is what the future looks like for your artistry. Was it immediate? Was it this is amazing? I love doing this, or was it sort of a evolutionary process? Let's have some fun, play doh. Yeah. (laughs) So I had a moment. Um, I went to my first cake convention called "That Takes That Takes the Cake" in Austin, a huge cake competition. People fly from all over the world to come and compete at it. It's actually really amazing. So it's really cool. It's so close. And I, I went and I was totally blown away by the sugar showpiece category. There was one piece in particular that was just amazing. It was like a woman um, with, she was pregnant and her belly was a geode and she had this huge flower crown on, just a ton of flowers and they were all handmade sugar flowers. It was beautiful. Cool. And I was just completely amazed, and I had no idea you could make anything out of like out of that with sugar. Uh, that there was competitions for it, that you could win money. Uh, so I wanted to win that competition, and I have twice now. Do you, uh, do you have a Thanks. do you have a drive when you enter a competition? Like I ha- I'm going to win. It, is that kind of you, or do you say I'm 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 happy to be here, and I hope I win. No, I plan on winning. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that, that, good, good for you, because man, yeah. I don't think you should enter those unless always play to win. Yeah, come exactly. on. But but some people feel I, I know that some people are just appreciative to be where they're at and be amongst some of the people that they're working with. I think everyone wants to win, but there's a difference between someone saying, "No, I'm gonna win," versus "I am so pumped to be here." Right. Yeah, I think it's good to enter competitions. Um, 
in whatever field you're in because it does make you better even if you lose. Like my first competition, I entered that that competition the next year and I didn't even place. So that it, same competition. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So it took a while. Um, but I read over all the rules. Uh, I find whatever their scorecard is and what they're going to be scoring for, what the judges are, and I make sure I write all those out and how my piece is going to fit that when I design it. Oh, you're really playing to win. Oh, yeah. And then I look up who the judges are and what, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, now she's really playing to win. Now she's like, and I look up who the judges are and I send them a nice bottle of something. And <laughs> Yeah, I look at their work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, cool. So you, you get an idea for, for their tendencies and, and leniencies mm-hmm. and inspirations and you that's can kind smart of play though that's very cool that's smart. some of them really like uh technical piping work for example okay and then some are more um they just want you to be really creative uh and that's what their work's like but if you get someone who's really technical you need to be technical and and this particular competition that you've gone back and won twice is that a televised event is that sort of a like a reality tv type thing or is it no it's not it's so not. this is just in the cake world really so it's actually a I think a bigger deal to win than the Food Network show was, um, but people don't know about it. It's kind of like a industry thing. Is, is there like a, I don't say a Super Bowl of that uh, of the cake world that's not on TV? Yeah. So there's, um, oh, I forgot the name of it. There is a World Cake Championship, I think. Oh wow! Is okay. what it's called. Yeah, and you represent like each country has a representative. The oh Olympics wow! Of cake artistry. Cool. Yeah, and I actually was picked to represent. Uh, well, I was picked to compete to represent the U.S. So it was going to be me and two other people that would compete to represent the U.S. in twenty twenty one. So only th- only three no, only three from the U.S. Is that what? Three people compete, and then one person actually goes. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like time trials a little bit, or I, I guess audition for you're, like, in the finalists, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, and then I got pregnant, and I had to pull out. <sighs> what we do for our children. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Did, did, did they wind up still having it during the pandemic, or did it also get kind of pushed aside? You know, I don't know. I think it was actually pushed Oh, so okay. I probably could have done it, but Shelby's like, pandemic is working for me. If we could just extend it a little bit longer, yeah. she's like, I could get back to everything without missing a beat. Yeah, let me have all my kids and <laughs> shut everything down, and then I'll start back. Thank up. you, world. Yeah, yeah. If like a light switch. Yeah, if we could mm-hmm. all just chill out for two years, then I could we could get back to. It. I love that. Indeed. So you did this competition, and then how does that parlay into winding up on the Food Network competition? So the food, getting on uh, Halloween Wars is the one I did first. So I, uh, my team was a finalist on Halloween Wars. So we made it to the last episode, and it was between our team and the other team. Yeah, scrolling then, through your social media, your Halloween stuff's awesome, by the way. Like, oh, thanks. So, I like Halloween. So good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, the Halloween stuff looks really Super cool. Fun. And I'm a big Hocus Pocus fan, so I was digging I was digging the book. And I was stuff. actually, I'm starting to design a Hocus, uh, Hocus Pocus cake. Well, because the, the second one's coming out. Yeah. The end, yeah. Of, the, the end of this month. Very See cool. if I make it, but... Oh, I'll be I'll be on the lookout for that one because that's yeah. that's cool. So, the Halloween uh, you, you were first on the Halloween competition, and, and what was that? Was that a named show or was that a? Yeah, um, what's it called? Halloween Wars. Halloween Wars. Halloween Wars. It's a big show on Food Network. Okay. They have it every year. Um, they have a pumpkin carver, a sugar artist, and a cake artist. And I actually was a sugar artist. Okay. So I decided I wanted to be on TV, uh, and I didn't know how to get into it, so I just applied online, and they called me the next day, and they had someone back out, 
and I had no idea, but they were um, they were sending everybody out to to film in like two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah, it was crazy. It was and very fast. They had someone drop out, and they needed a sugar artist, and so they were like, "If you could be the sugar artist, you're on." So, oh wow! Yeah, so it was just perfect timing. I mean, do they they vet your resume and stuff like that? I, I'm oh, assuming yeah. they, they look at, at your my, social mm -hmm. media and everything. Okay. Yeah, they looked at my work. Where do they film out of? L.A. It's L.A. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and for those shows, do they fly you out there? Okay. Yeah. So they take. Is it's kind of? I assume it's it's very much like American Idol. Like the, like if you're if you're one of the, the on TV type of people, they fly you out there. And if you keep going, don't they pay? They pay for your hotel or something? Or yeah, they or give cover, you like a stipend or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So okay. they cover your hotel, all your food, your flights. It's so cool. Yeah, so. it was really fun. It was really hard though. I bet. Yeah. I bet they're all really hard. Well, because because I mean, you have to now deal with appearance, right? So you so it's right. I mean, I guess you already know what you're wearing, but you got to be in makeup oh, and yeah. everything, TV ready, right? So it's not just show up and and go to work. Yeah, it was crazy. So we would get done filming usually about 10 p.m., and then we'd go back to our hotel room and we'd still have stuff to work on for the next day. And then I had to be up at five o'clock, completely dressed, makeup on. To get in the car by six. Wow. Wow. That's, that is, and that was every day? Every day. Oh, my word. So it let me ask you, when you're, when you're doing those reality TV competitions, um, are, are they sort of constantly filming on sets? They have tons and tons of B-roll and back footage, or are there big breaks during the day where you're sort of just sitting there and being like, okay, let's go, let's go. Why are big we breaks. not filming? There are. Big breaks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what I did. That must I be did, really difficult. Yeah, so I learned my lesson with Halloween Wars. I was exhausted by the end. I think I lost like 15 pounds. Like I was, it was a month of filming and I was just completely exhausted. Wow. So, because um, I wanted to win. <laughs> I worked really hard to try to win. And we almost got there, got so close. I think it was six episodes, so it was quite a bit. So for Wedding Cake Championship, any break we had, I was sleeping on the couch. That's oh, great. okay. That yeah. was smart. Yeah, Everybody tip. else is having fun, hanging out. It, it does sound like we're we're gonna have to be looking watching the Food Network because I feel like next year we're gonna be watching Shelby on the Halloween Wars. I've already learned. I, I feel more. like I feel like it's unfinished business for you. Well, it's on right now. So I was actually just at my doctor's appointment, and I was in the um, I was on the TV in the waiting room. I was reading an article recently, actually, about how the Food Network has just completely exploded in popularity. Its rise is exponential. It's one of the few I, channels. I love that... food shows in the sense that they're not, um, let's say, Real Housewives mm -hmm. type of reality shows, uh, something like that. I mean, or maybe you can speak to this on the first hand. Is there a lot of cat and, you know, a lot of catty people? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, I, yeah. So I stand corrected. Yeah, well, on Halloween Wars, if you watch it, I um, I don't remember what episode it is, but I cry. Re oh no! Oh, yeah. oh no! What? Who who did that to you? Uh, my pumpkin carver. Pumpkin carver. Oh, it's your own team. Yeah. Your own oh, team. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty That's brutal. Worse. Wow. I mean, because it, I'm gonna go back and watch this pumpkin carver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's who we're getting. Give me the stink eye. That's right. Yeah. I know. So. You're on a team. You didn't get to choose that team, obviously. Right. So if you win, do they split it amongst you? Because you right. said it's okay. Yeah, and it's funny because they're, um, you know, if you if you need something or you're complaining about something, they're like, well, you're going to win $50,000. I'm like, well, no, I'm winning a third of that, which is probably what I would charge for all that work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Oh, that, that right, is you're true. doing the math. You're like, 
Wait a minute. Yeah, this wait is a minute. pretty much yeah. what I get paid if I just stayed home. If this doesn't blow me up from exposure, I'm <laughs> negative income right now. What is going on? The money's not a huge motivation when it comes to Food Network shows. That that's I, I think I like hearing you say that, but it also kind of scares me a little bit because of how much of your craft you have to put into all of that. It feels a little like you're a little underappreciated. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a lot of work for how much you get paid. It's a little, I think they should pay more. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Halloween wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. hopefully, hopefully with the exposure, right? Hopefully, you get more and more clients, and then you can sort of eventually choose your own price points and just sort of know you have work. I hope. I hope. That's, oh yeah, it's definitely advertising, path. and it's a lot of fun and. Yeah, it's Do you have any lifelong stress crying, that, losing weight? It's great. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, you make okay. a lot of friends. I was say, aside from the pumpkin carver. Yeah. So. No, um, my other teammate Kim is one of my really good cake friends, and we're still in touch. Very cool. She's actually going to be a judge on um, Buddy versus Duff coming up. Okay. Shout out to Kim. What's up, Kim? Uh, so good luck on that judging. Hopefully, you don't have to deal with the pumpkin carver as well. So I have a reality TV show question I can't help but ask mm-hmm. because my my nine year old daughter is just like enamored with the Netflix Is It Cake show, mm-hmm. and every time I watch it, something about it just seems off to me. Like mm-hmm. like the you know the like the judges they get it's like celebrity podcasters and stuff that show up. It's like oh this is Frank who talks about pistons on EngineTalkPodcast.com or whatever, and they're always like um I think. I think it's that one. It's like totally gassed and like 50 feet away and it's mm-hmm. bad lighting. And is that show just complete crap or, or do you actually get entertainment value out of that? So uh, one of my really good friends, Heimu, was actually on uh, their first season. Okay. So I don't know if you remember her. Uh, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm I in and out of tuning in. I, yeah. My daughter would remember. She'd be like, hi, yeah. Heimu. No, Heimu did really well. I think she made it to the end. Oh, cool. Um, she's very talented. But no, she was calling me and... They were, um, all of it's real. So it's legit. So she oh, was. Yeah. yeah, I think um, they do make the cakes really far away. So it is hard for them to tell because they don't have that much time to recreate stuff. So it's going to look like cake if you get up close. Yeah, that's one of the things that always caught my attention about that show. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. but they, I, I, I've seen it by scrolling through Netflix, but I've never actually watched the show. The, the timer is, it, it, they don't have a lot of time at all. I mean, these poor people mm-hmm. are like sweating bullets sprinting oh, yeah. around this little kitchen to like make you know edible cellophane i'm going like how oh, there's no way <laughs> you know? Come on. i did ask her if they forced her to laugh because it seems like that on the show they do laugh a lot on the yeah, show it's yeah it's a little bit like okay that wasn't that funny so so, like did, so wait wait laugh so you, you asked but what did she say uh i think they were held hostage and <laughs> made me laugh <laughs> just like that <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That was actually kind of funny. She's like, well, my non-disclosure says I can tell you only this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, the NDA. Just like, Shelby's over here flipping through papers. You know, it's like, no, no, that's good. I can tell you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Okay. How, to, how to answer a question on a podcast about a show that you may one day be on yourself. Yeah, I no, know. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I want to be on that show. I, think I really do. I seen uh, the, from the picture of your work. I think you would nail it. Yeah. She was telling me that they have like great supplies. Uh, it was a great experience for her. So, so you get okay. Being you're you're gonna stay based here in Houston now. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter how many shows that you do or whatever, what your business is here. So this is yeah, this is home base for you. Yeah, all my family's here. That's the main reason. We we hope that you continue to have success. But it always is a little nice feeling that you're you're still coming 
back to the ta- yeah. to our, our neighborhood. Yeah, so. and, and in fact, some local people that, uh, in talking up this episode in this interview with you, because I've got family and friends that were very, very excited about this, they wanted me to ask a question, so I'm going to, since mm-hmm. they're local and we're talking about local stuff. Oh. Uh, there, there's been a, um, I guess I can't say this on the show. Do you have an NDA? How am I going to phrase this? I should <laughs> yeah, have an you, NDA. Do you have to flip through um, the, the papers now? <laughs> Okay, so in in the description of your work for your for your main uh, cake artistry business, you talk about having gravity. How do you phrase it? Is it the, the gravity defying? Gravity defying work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, tell me a bit about that because I think it leads me to my next question, but I might be on a totally wrong path. So, what do you mean by that exactly? So, um, like that Earth cake that I made for that competition, um, a sphere that's totally made out of cake that would be considered gravity defying. Plus, it had the floating air, a hot air balloon. Um, it's more of an illusion than actually like being gravity defying because I can't make stuff float. But I do um, a lot of structure work. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So I was looking at a couple of your social media pictures, and, and one of the cake that really jumped out at me was the the sort of female head silhouette with the white with the you know crazy oh the tentacles tentacles mm-hmm. yeah. So is that also kind of gravity defying the way you would yeah, describe I would that say work? So. Mm-hmm. Please prolong your answer. Watching him do that, we got just it. like I the monkey arms over like, here. Watching his arm just yeah. swing above. This his is head. the joy of being on YouTube now. You know, <laughs> hey y'all, what's up? You're sure, unsure, unsure, unsure. That was pure joy for me. Oh, it's wonderful. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate that. That does bring my next question. Then, do you get a lot of people asking you to recreate things, like recreate famous sculptures or contemporary artwork, things like that? Or is it more... Uh, all original. Loosely visionary, all original, yeah. Uh, mostly, I would say original. Um, I've done some Star Wars stuff. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I like Star Wars by most. Oh, I, I just... I, I, my wife and I were in Disney, and we did the whole... Build a lightsaber. And, oh, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Except she could build out a cake, which is pretty awesome. Well, that's pretty awesome, too, because I don't... Well, that's the... Like you said, I if I had... If I hired Shelby to make me a lightsaber cake, I don't know if I'd want to eat it. Yeah, actually, that, that, <laughs> like, that, so that's, like, a, that's an interesting point, and, and it brings me to a question as well. So when it comes to some of the gravity-defying work that you do for the actual edible cakes, are there still sometimes pieces of that that are pure structural support that you really can't consume like once a cake gets cut up you have to sort of remove them and oh yeah okay yeah so there's usually like some kind of copper wire bars inside so like the millennium falcon i made it appear to be floating so it had a pretty big bar holding it up i didn't see i didn't see that picture of that one yeah that was for a wedding it's in my instagram oh i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to scroll back and find that one because i I would love to see how you did that one very cool and that was all cake so really wow do some of these Let's say for for weddings, do some of these projects require that you are then there during the cutting and serving to make sure it all kind of doesn't? I I don't want to (laughs) be. I want to go home (laughs) and go to bed. So uh, I usually draw, if it's really complicated, I'll draw it. And I'll draw what the inside looks like. And I'll say I'm sorry and give it to the caterer. (laughs) Yeah, I've had, I've gone back to pick up some structures just because they, I spent a lot of money on them. So if they don't, if the client doesn't care, I'll go pick it back up. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, and the caterer was like, that was pretty hard to cut. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, thank you. It's like in the movies when they, when they hit the coffin with the shovel, you know, like they're, it's like cake, cake, dink. 
Uh oh, it's not cake. I've had uh, cake wrecks when I first started, and uh, me and uh, the lady I was working for were kind of trying to figure it out. So I tend to over engineer now, so I don't have to worry about anything. I mean, that why not? Yeah, yeah. side of caution, sure. Well, okay, before because before we talk briefly about your YouTube channel a little bit, the the sugar scoop, I do want to ask: Do you have a horror story of something that you wanted or something that just did not come together? that you learned more from that was frustrating? So I've always delivered. So I've never had an issue to where somebody didn't have cake on the table or it didn't look how I wanted it to. Well, okay, so I have one story where uh, there was a huge disaster, but it ended up okay. It was half of what I wanted it to be. Um, I made an Aggie ring cake, which is pretty popular around here. Yeah. And... um, so we wanted to put it in a box, like it was in a ring box. Oh. And it was like June. It was so hot. Yeah. And we decided to make the box completely out of chocolate. And this was before I had taken any kind of structure workshops or like really done much cake sculpting at all. When I first started, I think it was like 22 or something. And uh, it melted on the way to the wedding. It was horrible. Oh, no. Yeah, the box lid fell off. So it was like a 3D box. So I had the box lid up and then the ring inside. The box fell off, melted all over the ring. <sighs> and uh, so, and we actually had the wrong time written down for the wedding. I've never made this kind of mistake again. This is, it was crazy. And uh, so we were late. The wedding hadn't started yet, but we only had about 30 minutes to put the cake out. Oh, this is the groom's cake, I'm assuming. Groom's yeah. cake. Yeah. And the wedding cake still needed, it was huge, so it needed to be put together on site. So we had uh, eight tiers or so, and wow. probably only two were stacked. And we had to take them all in and stack them all Holy cow. at the wedding. So we need about two hours, and we had about 30 minutes. You have more set up than the DJ. I know, right? Oh, yeah. It, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, always at least two hours in advance is when I set up. So with the chocolate ring box, was was client expecting that specific product, or could you kind they of... They were expecting the ring... Um, the box was kind of something extra we wanted to do, and then it was a disaster. Well, and it, I mean, it had melted all over the ring. So, um, we took it in and I fixed it up and. Wow. Yeah. Taking chocolate off of it. Yeah. So we bring like a little, um, like a a kit. You have to say a toolbox. You have a little, you have a little cake, cake toolbox. Is there a name for that? Um, what do we call it? The oh shit kit. (laughs) The oh shit kit. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's just emergency. Cake. Actually, I, I wouldn't call That's it that. That's a better name. Yeah, emergency I was say, it, it yeah. doesn't sound like when you say something like that, dealing with food, it just. Fair enough. Yeah, also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it, just, it doesn't have the same ring yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah, so I uh, I had some gold luster dust in there and fixed it up and we put the cake together. And I was putting the, I was super stressed. Uh, cocktail hour had started, so people were starting to come in and. They're all excited that we're there, you know, trying to talk to me, and I'm like freaking out. I just want to leave. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, I was here. panicking. Um, I'm pretty good under pressure, so I was trying to work really fast, but I was like focused. I didn't want anybody to talk to me, and um, I had to get up on a ladder to put the top of the cake on the wedding cake, and um, somebody's uncle came up behind me and screamed boo. There's no always, way. It's yeah. always it's always somebody's uncle. Why is Definitely it always drunk? Why is it, oh, yeah, why is it always <laughs> the drunk uncle? Did you straight up come off the ladder, or did you manage I'd, to hang on? I had the cake like in midair, and I just didn't. I didn't react, and I just put it on. But I was pretty annoyed. What? Why? That's why? It's so oh, bad. Why? Why am I not surprised as a drunk? It was uncle? crazy. It's it's. Why always am I picturing like, your uncle? 
<laughs> I'm totally picturing I, your uncle. I kind of am too, actually. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm picturing a flask in hand. Like, yeah. Wow. That would but, have but infuriated no. me. I mean, but I can I imagine. I was pretty annoyed. I, I yeah. would be too. But so, but saved. So didn't, didn't. Everything was fine. The wife came over and apologized. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, <laughs> so they were divorced the, the following yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. No, but the cake looked great. The Aggie ring, they actually um, sent us a wonderful email afterwards saying it was. So it was saved. Oh, oh yeah. So the Everything emergency kit. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. So. But that was probably the worst. A little high stress. And like we're talking like. a decade ish ago, and that's the worst mistake you've had. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. Yeah. That knock is on, a, pr- that's a pretty That's why I over engineer. Yeah. That's smart. I don't want to ever have to go through that again. That's smart. That's okay. okay. So, wait, let's real quickly, I'm, I'm going to talk because we, I know we we're taking up a lot of your time, but so Shelby Elizabeth Cakes. So, um, Shelby Elizabeth Cakes pretty much died in 2020. Uh, that's when I was doing a lot of really high end wedding cakes um, and sculpted cakes that were just all cake. And it was super stressful. Um, I was up, you know, I was pulling all-nighters all the time. So I had my baby. COVID happened. Um, and I was like, you know, I really need to to keep doing cakes, but I need to do something different. You were I a one-woman show for the whole business. Uh, my mom works with me, so okay. she's amazing. She's the one that I competed on um, Wedding Cake Championship with. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's just me and her, which is, you know, that's a lot for Absolutely. For us. Most people it, have a staff. That, yeah. I was say, but is that how you got into the YouTube channel? Is that what kind of bridged that a little bit? Um, YouTube, yeah. I started that with uh, with my mom. I don't remember if I started before or after. So you've segued. You and your mom started doing YouTube kind of as fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I came up with the idea for the Sugar Scoop uh a few years ago, and I remember being really surprised that the name wasn't taken. So I went ahead and bought the um, the URL, and my plan was to turn it into online classes eventually. And uh, that's so that's I actually just launched my new website that has online classes on it. I only have two, but they're two really good ones. Well, what so what classes do you since you you have them already now are they already full? Well, so it's anybody can take them at any time. Oh, okay. You yeah. you don't you don't limit They're, as far. Yeah, pre-recorded. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. So um, one's called the Art of Crystal Cakes. Okay. And it's thirteen hours of content. Um, oh wow! Wait, wait. Did you say thirteen yeah, hours of yeah of wow. instruction? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I assume it's in like segments, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lessons and there's two different cakes that I teach. I do a lot of crystal cakes. It's kind of what um, uh, Shelby Elizabeth Cakes actually got was known for. Crystal cakes. Okay. So like geode cakes, but like a little crazier. I, I like the geode ones. Like mm-hmm. it looks like the crystals coming out of it. That Very was cool. really cool. So so with the online instructionals, if your students find you on your website, which we'll be sure to post up in our episode description so all of our listeners know where to find you, if they sign up for one of those two courses, can they get a la carte segments of the course? Or is it sort of an all, all-encompassing deal? Like you have to choose the full course if you're going to do... It's the whole thing. So I'm thinking about breaking it down into uh, smaller pieces because there's, um, like, I teach how to make a top-tier float or, you know, appear to be floating um, without having to buy anything fancy. So uh, there's... So cool. Yeah, there's now there's, uh, like, welded cake supports that make it look like your cake's floating. But they're expensive and there are certain sizes, like, they're restricted. So I teach you how to make it from scratch, from just building it yourself. So I'm thinking about making that by a little class by itself. Okay, so so the first so the first class is the crystal 
cakes. The art of crystal cakes. Art of crystal cakes. What's the second class? Uh, It's just called butterfly cake class. So it's a a buttercream butterfly class. Uh, I teach you how to make wafer paper butterflies and then buttercream um, flowers. Oh, wow. And how many hours is that one? Like palette knife flowers. That one's only an hour. So it's a lot lot cheaper. (laughs) Philip's like, I can handle that one. It's like, although I would be curious in the 13-hour one. I don't know if I can strap in for 13 hours, brother. (laughs) It's baking, so I teach you how to bake, you know, everything from scratch, make the frostings, make the fillings. So um, cool. Some torting techniques that I use that are pretty special so that your cakes always look straight and they don't, like, bulge. See, things that we need to know. Yeah. Things that maybe you need to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm not allowed near anything involving kitchen utensils, ovens. I'm not... Yeah, it's off limits for me. It, so. it was like crazy when I got when we got a deal on that KitchenAid that's in our like I was just I gotta get this attachment and this tab because oh, I want to be it's mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. So I, we'll 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 talk. We'll talk. I have uh, fun watching talented people like you <laughs> bake amazing things and create cake artistry yeah, and do amazing sculpting. <laughs> that is, you yes. know, I I, I do not the, personally have fun doing it myself. And that but that's channel is the Sugar Scoop. So if you are like Philip and enjoy that type of entertainment or in, in, I guess, education as far as baking goes, you can find Shelby's The Sugar Scoop on YouTube. And But what is your website so we can find classes at? That's thesugarscoop.com. Oh, thesugarscoop.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So thesugarscoop.com. That's is that in domain our she snagged. Because yeah. I agree with you. What a great name. Yeah, that right? Is. I thought it was. I would have been surprised, too. That's when you come across that. Because every these days, everything is gone. Yeah. Well, well done. Oh, I have it on Instagram. Yes, you can check her out on on Instagram. Uh, You can find her on Facebook, uh, thesugarscoop.com. Get on those classes. Uh, There is no limit to it. So you can, you know, you might want to pace yourself through that 13-hour class, but apparently it is well worth it, and I need to look into it. Absolutely. And then Rare Events, the new business venture. Mm -hmm. How do people find you at that? So uh, rareevents.com, and it's R-A-I-R. I wanted to make it easy to search. And all of your contact information is right there if they want to get in touch with you to Mm -hmm. figure out how to contact you. It's also, I have some, I have a few posts on Instagram, but it's not as, it's not as big as my sugar scoop one. And and do you have, what kind of plans do you have for rare events right now in the works that you can share with us? Rare events is growing. Uh, We have uh, quite a bit more clients um, at the end of the year, which is really nice. So um, it was, I mean, it started off pretty good, but I think people are getting the idea now. Because um, it's luxury cake rentals. So you can get a cake that, um, say, if it was real cake, it'd be like $6,000 for like $2,500, $3,000. Very so cool. So a lot cheaper. So then how do you structure it? Is, it? is it mostly sort of prefabbed options that they can choose to rent into? And then you work with them to structure little um, accent decorations and things like that to make it unique to them? Or is it still all 100% custom per client? Pretty custom, so okay. um, I can reuse a lot of cakes now. Ours have similar elements. Like there will be a few tiers that are, you know, just kind of simple, um, you know, white. Yeah, I hate to use the expression cookie cutter because it's yeah. Like, boop, 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 but yeah, they are a lot. A lot of them are similar, and then the flowers will be similar flowers. So I have a lot of flowers that I've either handmade or um, really high end faux flowers that I use. Um, but yeah, pretty custom still, but I do want to build up a pretty big inventory because I can clean them. I can sanitize them. I can reuse them. So yeah, I'm sort of picturing the idea of being able to go in and and you have, uh, um, different palettes and different elements Mm -hmm. and different, and you can say, okay, we'll mix and match these any way you want. It's very, it's very cool. 
Yeah, and they look great. They're beautiful. They look like real cakes. There's no way that you're going to have like a cake wreck or anything's going to go wrong. Or, you know, a chocolate box melting right. on the ring. Indeed. Okay. And you can but order <laughs> last minute too, which is great. Oh, okay. Now, before rare events, can you also do something over the top custom? Like that it, it involves more of a real design element from you where you're sitting down and creating a completely from scratch art piece? Or is that more you want to keep on doing that with pure cake artistry? Um, no, so I will. Um, I have a cake coming up. I can't really tell you any details because the wedding hasn't happened. So the I don't NDA. Wanna, did you not? I don't want to make the, the NDA. Sad. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm bad with the, the NDA. NDA. Okay. But <laughs> huge, gorgeous, custom, amazing cake. And it, think of it as like a like a sculpture, like a cake sculpture. Love it. I'm picturing like things like from a, the Louvre or something. An art know? installation, like, more. Yeah. So just to impress your guests, and it's gorgeous and. Um, the Ritz Carlton, that's what they do is they have big faux cakes and a little section at the bottom. Oh, you ever done one with a fish tank, like in the middle of the cake? No, but that's a good idea. Oh. I did a fish tank, um, all out of sugar once. Cakes aside, when you have downtime, obviously not sewing clothes for your kids or what do you do? What, what do you like to do? I mean, obviously you're doing things you love, mm -hmm. but what else outside of baking and fashion that kind of gets you going. Um, just hanging out with my daughter, really. Aww. It's a blast. Do you do you guys have a special a special thing that you guys do together? Is there something just that's just always just you two? Yeah, that uh, dad can't take part in. Well, I tell her this. I'm I call it the mermaid story. So it's just me retelling the Little Mermaid, but I've shortened it obviously, and um, she's memorized it. And she can retell it to me, and then she'll fill in when I'm when I'm telling it to her. It's the same story pretty much every day. Now, and now, how do you get rid of Ursula? Oh, I use Ursula. I tell her. Oh, okay. So, but are we going? Are we going sort of the Disney story? The or Disney story. Are we going, story the or are we going to Anderson? the? Yeah. Oh, Disney. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. okay. I don't know if you've done the the original one yet, but. My daughter got that when she was like five. She got given a book of Hans Christian Andersen stories, and she's like, "Oh, the little the mermaid, read this one to me, Daddy." So I Was did. She like, and I loses her soul. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Every time she touches land, it's like glass shards in her feet. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty horrible. Not that one. No. Well, I mean, Disney did throw a boat through Ursula's gut. I mean, yeah, but she was the bad guy. That's, that's okay. Yeah, I leave that out. <laughs> yeah. say, there's got to be edited versions. I call it the bad. It's a pretty um, dumbed down version. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, she loves it. You, you know that you know that you've completely signed yourself up for a Little Mermaid cake in your future, though, right? Like you're yeah. setting oh, you're yeah. setting the bar yeah, very early for this. Yeah. Uh, do you do you and your mom Shelby have anything that you guys did? Is that or is this something that you just wanted to pass on to your daughter? My mom was just always like making me stuff and fixing stuff for me, so I thought she was pretty amazing. Well, it makes sense being a partner yeah. in your businesses. Then that's a, yeah. that seems like a natural fit. That's pretty cool. Is she involved in rare events as well? A little bit. So she helps me with baking and stuff, but it's actually something that my husband and I are doing together. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He's that's an great. artist. So we wanted to um, create something that we could do together. Very cool. Is he on the sculpting side of things or? Yeah, he's really talented. So um, we had a really busy week uh, recently and I kind of let him take the reins and do this um, really gigantic uh, crystal cake for rare events, and he knocked it out of the park. It was amazing. Spectacular. I love that it's a family affair. Tell you what, we wanted to get you back to your family before we get too, too long in the evening here, but before we let you go... Yes, we have our neighborly advice. So we ask all of our guests and neighbors that come in if you have any neighborly advice for our listeners. Okay, so um, my neighborly advice is 
to not ask your family member or cake lady neighbor for a discount. There you go. <laughs> there it ties you back go. into the earlier part of the show. I oh, love it. Oh, I love that. Yes. So did you guys hear that? Do not ask for the discount. That's yes. right. Pay full price. This That's is a right. lot of work. It's a lot I of work. It's a lot of work. Exactly. I love that. Um, so if you guys want to find out how to hire Shelby to make a beautiful, wonderful, amazing cake or find out how to get involved with her classes or business, we're going to have all the links in the episode description. Uh, but you can easily go to thesugarscoop.com. Uh, or you can find her on YouTube as well as Instagram, Facebook, and we'll we'll put it all up there. So yeah, I mean, everything will be in our episode description for sure. And you know, Shelby, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. I've learned more than I ever knew about cake artistry in one short hour. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. Yeah, we appreciate it. But make sure you guys catch new episodes every Friday. We have new neighbors stopping by, uh, and also. Make sure that you uh, leave us uh, an audio message. Yeah, check out our pod inbox. You can find us at pod inbox. Pod- yeah, you can find us at podinbox.com backslash neighbors don't knock. That's right. Uh, leave an auto message or, or a written message, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you never know. It could end up on the show. But we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Out. <laughs>